there's a light. Microscopic art. Microscopic art. Thinkers being thoughtful. 
Up at the top of the hour, we heard Vangelis with Abraham's theme from the Chariots of Fire original motion picture soundtrack. And getting us started, I think, my favorite Ken Nordine track off the album Stare With Your Ears, a song called Cracks in the Ceiling. Speaking of favorite tracks, this might be my favorite Madonna. It's hard to say. There's a lot out there. From the LP Like a Prayer, here's Pray for Spanish Eyes. It's 10 minutes after 10 p.m. You're tuned into BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. My name is Christopher Wind. This is Horizons.
episode of uh, Nightfall from the Canadian Broadcasting Company, which we've been doing all October, celebrating the spookiest month. That'll be in the last half hour. And right now, here's PM Dawn with I'd Die Without You. It's 26 minutes after 10. This is Horizons. Is it my turn to wish you were lying here? I didn't dream you when I'm not sleeping. Is it my turn to fictionize my world? Or even imagine your emotions? Tell myself anything.
couple Sundays ago, I had the extreme pleasure of being in the UC theater on a Sunday night, watching Milton Nascimento do his last, I believe his last in the US performance of this tour, which is the last tour of his career. We heard him there from the 1972 record, Clube da Esquina, a song called Opovos. In the middle there, Donald Lewis, from the album Now in a Minute, with I Love You Always Forever. And starting it out, PM Dawn, from the Bliss album, question mark. I'd die without you. It's 39 minutes after 10 p.m. You're tuned into BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. My name's Christopher Wind. This is Horizons. And here comes Virginia Astley with David Sylvian from the LP Hope in a Darkened Heart. Songs called Some Small Hope.
Thank you.
You're tuned in to BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. My name is Christopher Wind. I'm here with you and here for you every Tuesday, 10 p.m. to midnight. And I'd like to welcome you with open arms and a bright, shining heart to the second hour of Horizons. Now, if my clocks are right, that's the last we're going to hear Kate Bush here on Horizons. Maybe something will change next week. Can't tell. The song was called Never Be Mine, the album The Sensual World. Before Kate Bush and that little two-song set, Pat Metheny group, the album and the soundtrack Falcon and the Snowman, the song was called The Falcon. Autumn is a good time for reminiscing, and I've been reminiscing a lot lately about all the years we've had here together on Horizons and the specials we used to do artist spotlights, how deeply we got into the ECM Records catalog. And I think I'm tagging back to what I was talking about earlier, about being content with this program ending in the fall when so many other things are just getting started in the fall. I think it goes hand in hand with that kindness to reminiscing that fall favors going. Well, I hope. Maybe finally the noise is petering out a little bit. Hey, you know what? Speaking of autumn, if the season sounded like any one thing, it would probably be Leonard Cohen. Well, my friends are gone and my hair is gray. I ache in the places where I used to play. And I'm crazy for love But I'm not coming on I'm just paying my rent every day In the Tower of Song I said to Hank Williams How lonely does it get? Hank Williams hasn't answered yet but I hear him coughing all night long Oh, a hundred floors above me in the Tower of Song
where the light is strong. How they don't let a woman kill you, not in the tower of song. Sun. 
Radio.fm, best frequencies forever. The name of the program is Horizons. And here comes Carla Blay with a very rare vocal performance. A song called Dining Alone. Dining alone, sipping his wine, watching the door, checking the time. Is that her? to do false alarm one more glass till she shows or someone else he knows might try her maybe not the salt without a word all eyes lowered avoiding looks faces in books
watching the door playing for time no one comes lights turn low time to go
For some of us, they contain the key to who we are now. The key that unlocks the door to rooms we may never wish to visit again. Tonight's story, from the far from nostalgic pen of Arthur Samuels, is called Child's Play. Mary? You haven't said a word the whole trip. You still won't tell me what's bothering you. You know what's bothering me. Okay. I was hoping it would wear off, that you'd come around to my point of view. And what about mine? Honey, it just doesn't make sense. Look, here we are, with a genuine once-in-a-lifetime windfall right in our laps, and you... Are you sure we're on the right road? You said five miles from the turnpike. It's the right road. Don't you think I'd know? Take a left after that bridge. We're almost there. Wow, I don't believe it. This house is fantastic. Yeah, much bigger than you said. Must be, what, ten, twelve rooms? I, I... I don't remember. Sitting on 30 acres. It's unbelievable. I'm going to take a look around. Arthur! And then what are you going to do? Mary, dear, you must do as your father tells you. He knows what's good for you. But why can't I play with the other kids around here? They're nice. Nice, you say? <laughs> Spawn of the devil, just like the parents, lazy, corrupt, evil in thought and in deed. I will not have my daughter contaminated by them. Your father is right, dear. Those children haven't had your upbringing. They're godless heathen. That's not fair. My teacher at school says it's wrong to say bad things about people, to judge them with, without even knowing at them. school. They're trying to corrupt her, too. Well, I don't have it, do you hear? I want Mary out of that den of iniquity immediately. Mother! But Dennis, her education. Look at these books. Do you know what they mean? 
comparative religions. Darwin, biology of the human body. This isn't education, it's blasphemy. But, Daddy... The tools of Satan. No, I've made up my mind. You will not spend another day in that school. We'll attend to your education, and better than that. How? Where, Dennis? Here. Here in this house where she'll be protected. Away from that school and away from those children. Here she'll be safe. 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 I don't believe it. You weren't allowed to play with other kids, not even allowed to go to school. What kind of religious nuts were they? They meant well. They knew what was good for me. Yeah. Now, I'm beginning to understand. I'm sorry, honey. I had no idea. Arthur, please, let's leave. We can find another place. What with? We're broke. And your father's will stipulated that you inherit the house only if you marry and, and only if you live in it. Otherwise, it goes to your aunt. Wouldn't that be stupid? I don't care. Well, I do. Mary, it's crazy to give up a place like this just because of what happened in the past. It's a new life for us. I couldn't ever be happy here. You could at least try. Yes, try, you know, and maybe you ought to start by thinking of someone else besides yourself. Mary? Listen. Listen to what? Voices outside. Children. I don't hear a thing. Wait a minute, though. I'll see if I can see something. No one. Not a soul. Anyway, what would children be doing out here? You must have been imagining. I was so sure. Shh. There, again. Can't you hear them? No. Hey, you're putting me on or what? They're gone. I don't understand. I was so sure I heard... Forget it, honey. You're just worn out. It's been a tough day for you. Come on. Let's go to bed. No. Water. No, it's no good. Please, I, I can't. Please. All right. Forget it. I'm sorry. You're angry with me. No, but... I'm not angry. I'm, I'm just disappointed. I, I, I mean, it's, it's it's like going back to square one. You mean a breakdown, don't you? Honey. Well, say it. Two whole years when you had a wife who was useless in bed. And we agreed not to talk about it. Come on. Take it easy. Mary, is, is that the room where your parents, where it happened? Yes, that's where it happened. My room. Someone, something. Oh, nonsense. 
Your nerves again, Martha. Waking me up for Isn't nothing. You're sure I heard you. You said it came from Mary's room. Well, here we are. There she is, sound asleep. I'm going back to bed. Dennis. Hmm? Dennis. What is it now? Behind you. Look out. Huh? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. God's name, please. Oh. Not me. Oh, don't. As coroner, it is my judgment that both the deceased, Mr. and Mrs. Hammond, died as a result of multiple knife wounds at the hand of a person or persons unknown and that the matter now be handed to the county police for investigation. Here, one more nail ought to do it. There. How does that look, child bride? Great. <laughs> You're a genius. A uh, genius, sure. But a carpenter? <laughs> I never thought I had it in me. Hey, look Look at that veranda floor. Flat and solid. And the railing, straight as... Mary? Honey, what is it? Nothing. I thought I heard... I hear it, too. What? The wind and the poplars. Great sound. Great place. Great life. Honey, you know what we've got here? A paradise. I keep hearing them. Children. Forget it. Come over here. Now, look around you. Green forest for miles. And there's a fantastic little trout stream just a few hundred yards in. And over there, that abandoned farmer's field lined with poplar, as far as the eye can see. And this house. When I finish with it, it'll last another hundred years. And to have all this to ourselves, it's almost immoral. Hey, have you been listening to me? Come on, here I am, waxing poetic, and you... You okay? Yes. I... I'm fine. Just a little restless. It'll pass. Well, that was a good day's work, two whole chapters. Mary, you keep staring out the window as though you were expecting someone. Another lover, maybe? What? Oh, I'm sorry, Arthur. What were you saying? I, I finished another two chapters of the novel. I'll tell you, this one's going to make it and big. I feel it in my bones. Well? Well, what? Well, I could stand a little enthusiasm. How come you haven't asked to read any of it? You always used to. Or uh, are you afraid it'll be another one of those, uh... <clears throat> well, Arthur, it's good. Only don't you think it's a little weak here and here You never and listen here? to my opinions anyway. That's not true. Well, anyway, this time I'd like you to. You're doing it again. 
What are you staring at out there? Nothing. I'm just listening to the children. What children? Are you on that kick again? Mary, how many times do you... Don't you hear them out there? No, I don't. Wait a minute. I do hear something. What the hell is going on out there? I'll take a look out the window. No. Too dark. I can't see a thing. But you hear them, don't you? I hear something, but... Children? How, how could there possibly be... Arthur. Stay there. You never know who it might be this time of night. Maybe, maybe someone lost, uh, looking for directions. I don't see any... Hey! Who's out there? It's a little girl. What are, you, what are you doing out here this time of night? Can Mary come out to play? What? What are you talking about? What do you want? Can Mary come out to play? Arthur. Mary, don't come near the door. Stay where you are, do you hear? All right, little girl, you're playing a joke, is that it? No, she can't. What do you mean, coming here this time of night? It's almost midnight. Do your parents know where you... Go away. Go home, do you hear me? Leave us alone. Mary, stay away from that window. But I... Do what I say! I don't believe it. Where the hell did that, that child come from and the others? The neighborhood. What neighborhood? There hasn't been a neighborhood here since since, since that, that thing with your parents. You told me, didn't you? You told me everybody around here sold and moved out and has been nobody since. Yes. Then why do you talk about the neighborhood as though it still exists? As though those children exist. I, I'm going to call the police. But are Listen, this thing's just too weird to ignore. There's got to be some explanation. Weston County Police, Sergeant Doherty. Sergeant, uh, this is Arthur Hager. Uh, my wife and I are at the Hammond house. It's uh, out oh, near the... Oh, well, yeah, I know the place, Mr. Hager. Uh, your wife would uh, be the Hammond girl. Uh, yes, Mary Hammond, my wife. Okay. Uh, well, uh, what can I do for you, Mr. Hager? Listen, this is going to sound crazy. It is crazy. But these children... Uh, how's that? Did you say children, Mr. Hager? What children? I don't know. But my wife's been hearing them outside for the last couple of days, ever since we got here. Oh, maybe families camping nearby. No, 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 nothing like that. I, I've scouted the property for a couple of miles on every side, and there's no sign of anybody. Now, these kids must be from the town. There must be a gang of them. <laughs> well, that's uh, hardly likely, Mr. Hager. You're a good ten miles from the town. Maybe what your wife's been hearing... Uh... The wind. The trees. Yeah, that's what I thought, too, until a few minutes ago. Now, I heard them myself. I even saw one of them. Where? Right at my door. She knocked. And when I answered, she was standing there asking, oh, this is ridiculous, asking 
whether my wife could come out to play. You say this happened a few minutes ago? It's, it's past midnight. Don't you think I know that? Why do you think I'm calling? Now, now, take your easy, mister. I just uh, can't figure out how any child from anywhere around here would be hanging about up your way, especially this time of night. What are you, you saying? Sir? That I'm hearing and seeing things, that I'm drunk or crazy? No, sir, I'm not saying anything like that, but, uh, well, for the life of me, I can't think of any kids from this town that would be anywhere near you. Will you listen to me? I tell you they're out there. I hear them. Right now. And you keep telling me they don't exist? No, wait, wait a minute. You say you're hearing them right now? Yes. Well, they're, they're gone now. But I tell you, they were out there a second ago. All right, Mr. Hager. I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, you just uh, try to relax. And uh, well, I'll drive out there first thing in the morning and check it out, okay? <laughs> Mr. Hager? Yes, uh, Sergeant Doherty. Morning. Hmm. Uh, I see you've been doing some work around the place. Sergeant. Uh, your wife not around? No, she's upstairs lying down. She's not uh, feeling too well. Oh, sorry to hear that. I remember her real well. Oh? Well, I, I knew her when, uh, well, you know, 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. She'd be, what, 25 now? Yes. How did you... I was heading up the investigation... Dampest thing I ever saw. Yeah, must have been pretty horrible. That, and uh, strange, too. We hmm? we never did find the killer, or killers. Huh? Drew a complete blank. Still don't make sense to me. What do you mean? Well, there, there wasn't a clue. Never found the murder weapon. It's probably one of them long kitchen knives. Oh. The weird part was nothing in the house seemed to be missing. Including a fair amount of cash the Hammonds kept around. Well, why is that surprising? Whoever the intruder was uh, must have been discovered by the Hammonds. Panicked, killed them, ran off. Seems like. But, well, that don't rightly explain the, the stab wounds in the bodies. But it was cut up something awful. Mary couldn't help you much, I suppose. No, no, child was hysterical. Well, imagine being woke up out of a sound sleep to... To see your own parents being murdered. Dark room and all. Sergeant, about these children. Oh, yeah, the, the children. Uh, what did she look like? Who? Uh, the one you saw. Oh, I, I, I don't know. About seven or eight, I suppose. I mean, I, I didn't get a good look at her. It was dark out in the porch. I just saw her in the shadows. And? And what? Uh, what did she say? I told you. Can Mary come out to play? Something like that. That don't make much sense, does it? I didn't say it made sense, Sergeant. I'm telling you what happened. Okay, okay, take it easy. Uh, well, I, I checked around on the way up here. Couldn't have been any children within ten mile of here last night, far as I can make out. Town's people's kids are all tucked away and asleep at the time you claim. Uh, you still don't believe me. All right, all right, forget it, Sergeant. Uh, forget it. I'll deal with it myself. Okay. Sorry, I couldn't be more help. Anyway, uh, my regards to your wife. What? I said my regards to Mary, your wife. She'll remember me. We talked quite a bit after the killings. Poor child. 
Powerful business, that was. Never could figure it out. Ah, oh, boy. Talk about peaceful, eh? That moon. I wonder why it always looks twice as big out here. Mary, you haven't said a word all evening. Honey, where are you going? Just out for a walk. Well, hang on. I'll go with you. No. Arthur, do you mind? I'd, I'd like to go by myself. Yes, I do mind. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's a good idea right now. Mary, I said... Let I'd... me go. I am not a child, you know. I didn't say you were. But until we find out about the... Why do you keep staring out there like that? You hear them, don't you? Don't you? And and you want to go to them? Answer me. Yes. And you can't stop me. Let, let me go. Oh, no. No, you're not going Get into the house, Mary. No. Let me go. I said get into the house. Now. There. You've no right. Mary, listen to me. We're in danger. I don't know what it is, but none of it makes sense. But please, honey... You've got to promise me you won't step out of this house. That's you they're waiting for out there, and I won't let them have you. Do you understand? Let me go! All right, that's it. Get upstairs. Come on! What are you doing? You're hurting me. I'm going to make damn sure you stay put. Now give me that key, Mary. What? The key to that room upstairs, the one you kept. It's, it's in my purse. No, it isn't. I've already checked. You've got it on you, haven't you? No! Leave me alone! Ugh. You're hurting me! Then keep still. That's in one of your jean pockets. There. I thought so. Give it back to me. You've no right. Where are you taking me? You're nowhere. The only place I can lock you in and know you'll be safe from those damn... Arthur, no. You're not in that room. Oh, please. Please, not there. I promise. I'll do anything you want. But don't. Just... I, I, I don't trust you. Now get in there. No. I'm afraid. Arthur, don't. Get I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. But I can't think of anything else to do. Oh, Mary, please don't. I had to do this. Don't you understand? I'll, I'll let you out just as soon as, as soon as they give up and you come to your senses. As soon as this madness ends. Doors, the windows, and get help. Oh, God, no, not again. What do you want? Mary, come out and play. 
Leave us alone, damn you! Weston County Police, Sergeant... Darty, this is Arthur Hager. Yes, Mr. Hager. Anything wrong? Uh, there's plenty wrong. Listen to me. You don't know what's happening here. They're, they're back. And now, Mr. Hager. Now, damn it, I said listen! Get over here and hurry. Uh, Mr. Hager? Uh, uh, Mr. Hager, are you still there? Oh, my God. Mary. Listen, I can't talk now. Please. No questions. Just hurry. Mary. It, it's me. What's wrong? Mary? Where are you? Why are the lights off? I'm here, Mary, you were screaming. I, I thought... You thought you could keep me locked up. Keep me from my friends. Well, you can't, Arthur. Not anymore. Mary, you're upset. You don't know what you're saying. It was only for your own good. No, that's what they always said. You mustn't go out anymore, Mary. You mustn't ever go out. And you can't play with the other children. Oh, that's what they always said. It's for your own good. Mary, that was a long time ago. That's all in the past. And now, you won't let me either. You won't let me go out to play. <laughs> well, I'll show you. Just like I showed them. Mary, what are, you, what are you doing? Where did you get that, that... There wasn't a clue. Never found the murder weapon. Probably one of them long kitchen knives. That knife? It was you. You killed your parents. Oh, Mary, how could you? <laughs> it was easy. I tricked him. Just like I tricked you into coming in here, Arthur. No. See? <laughs> I'm a lot smarter than you think. No, 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 no don't, 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 Mary. Please, put that knife down. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, yes, I do. It's easy, see? All I have to do is... <laughs> Stop me. 
<laughs> Too bad for you. Too bad for you. <laughs> This is the last time I'm going to say I hope you enjoy this little October tradition that we have of rebroadcasts of the Canadian Broadcasting Company's horror series from the early 80s, Nightfall. Because that's the last time it's going to happen. Here we are on this penultimate broadcast of the Horizons program. And it's been a good one. These last month since pretty much since we put out the announcement that we'll be turning out the lights after our broadcast on the first Tuesday in November all of the broadcasts have been good all of them well hell I'll just say this it's been an amazing run I can't think of a a time I never enjoyed spending these last two hours of a Tuesday here with you across the last seven years and uh, next week, November 1st that will be our last so it's going to be full of my very favorites that we've played here together over the years my very favorite nighttime music that I've shared with you and I hope you can tune in Maybe there'll be some surprise guests from years past. Maybe some voices we haven't heard in a while. Who knows? Who knows? What I do know is that I hope you're keeping a close watch over your heart. I hope you're keeping that inner light shining. I hope you are being good to those who you love and those close around you. And I hope they're being good to you. I hope you're shining your light their way when they need something. And they're doing the same to you when you're in need. And I hope... I hope against an increasingly terrible era that we live in that we're all just doing the best we can. And maybe even better. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Sounds of the Dark is up next... Two minutes in front of midnight. You're tuned into BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. My name is Christopher Wind. I'm here with you and here for you. 10 p.m. to midnight. And until the next time, which will be the last time we can do this, let's keep it you and me and the nighttime and horizons.